0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long, we are talking about the importance of our communities. And that's with a big IES. Our communities are vast in this world, and we can belong to a lot of them. And how we take good care of them is important, not only to all of us, but especially to all my guests this month. Now, my guest today is going to talk not only about his business, but their specific mission. And I can't wait to learn more about it. So Raj Anand is the founder of Goodman Lantern. That's a team of native English content writing services that help businesses sell better and grow faster. And we know how important that is, especially for all of you who are uh, my entrepreneurs out there. An engineer by profession, he's founded three different startups. He's raised capital, taken one venture from zero to acquisition, and he's not only had a flourishing career within startups, but also within mid-size and large organizations. He's worked on launching startups, new products, products that he's built, has made companies and income in excess of 45 million euros. So, you know, he knows what he's talking about. He's also won Business Week's Europe's Young Entrepreneur Award in 2007, and has been named one of Revolution Magazine's 50 Most Influential People in the Digital Space in 2019. He's spoken at various venues, including the Foreign and Commonwealth Office, the British Library, and several universities. And uh, his entrepreneurial Ventures have had coverage in some pretty impressive publications as well, like The Telegraph, the Guardian, Business Week, and Observer. And he is joining us all the way today from some uh, little bit of time off in Bangkok. So Raj, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Michael, for having me. I must say, I love your background. I love the yoga dog you got behind and all the lovely (laughs) books as well.
0: Thank you. I figure it's, you know, it's kind of like subliminal advertising. Everybody will say, oh, I want to read her books. Plus, yoga dog just reminds us that sometimes we just have to breathe. (laughs) I've been threatening, actually, to make him co-host of the podcast because I thought that would be pretty good. But we haven't gotten there yet.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I, I think he'd make a very nice co-host, I, I must say.
0: Well, you know what? He'll never interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Raj, you have an incredibly impressive background, obviously, but you know, your bio only tells us so much. So tell us a little bit more about you, your businesses and how you help people to shock their potential.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, before I talk about profession, I think I'd like to say that I'm, I'm actually a father and a husband. So I've, mm. I've got a lovely 10 months old, old daughter and I've got a lovely wife who's very supportive and um, we love traveling as a family. So I'm currently traveling from London. We currently, as you mentioned, currently in Bangkok. And before this, I was actually in just off Corfu for a few days and before that we were in Nepal so we're just kind of going around oh. the world even during the pandemic times as well just just love the bit of travel we can do I love it actually, I can't wait to
0: go to Corfu that's on my list
1: it's lovely in fact you know I, I would suggest the whole Mediterranean area it's just mm-hmm. beautiful lovely food lovely beaches just we have blue waters it's just beautiful for the mind and soul I'm sure your co-host would love that as well the yoga dog <laughs> yeah. as well
0: yoga dog would be very happy there <laughs>
1: Certainly, certainly. (laughs) So I think you can talk about travel first was because, you know, all my life, I worked really hard to get where I am. But I think, you know, you should have a purpose for why we do this. And I've got a couple of things. One is personal. Another one is more sort of for the world and to give back. But I used to work incredibly hard at university. I got into engineering and then AI. And then I got into marketing. And I love marketing. It's just something I, I fell in love with. But after eight years of working really hard, I realized that actually, you know, I was taking 320 flights per year for one of the companies to work for. Yeah. Oh so be 20 flights per year means that I was literally flying every day. It was wow. just painful. I was going literally across. In the first few days, it was amazing. First few months, it was absolutely incredible. But then you realize, yeah, <laughs> it's not the life you want to live. Yeah. So it would be really good to actually live in a way where you know I choose my terms and I thought why don't we think about remote working so I started a company eight years back now to kind of focus on helping people in business through content writing I'll tell you why that content writing piece but the one thing what I did differently was I challenged the world I live in and said you know what I'm going to set a company where I can work from anywhere in the world I literally up mm-hmm. my laptop middle of the ocean you a company from there so Goodman Lantern the company I formed is remote from day one all our team members are all remote. We give them the freedom of lifestyle, times they work, for example, what they want to work on, completely give them the opportunity to do what they want to do because if we have a happy workforce, we have an awesome company. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm currently traveling. I encourage my entire team to travel. In fact, they love traveling as well. Once things open up, you'll see them all traveling quite a bit as well. So the philosophy is live, meditate, enjoy life is life too short to not enjoy every benefit.
0: Yes. And we've proven it works. We've proven it can very easily work. Well, I know I'm not going to say easily because you have to work differently in order to still build something when everyone is remote, but my entire team is remote. My entire team is in Kenya. (laughs) So, and I love that too, because it's not about the nine to five or the eight to five work day, or a 40 hour work week. It's about accomplishing what we need to accomplish and accommodating that in the rest of your life. And I totally agree. In fact, I just uh, promoted three people within my team to actually run the day-to-day operations of my company now after six years so that I can spend more time doing the things that will help with my creative opportunities. So I totally get what you're saying. And I love the fact that you promote that within your team as well.
1: Certainly. I probably hear a bit of Tim Ferris who I was week there as well, a bit of <laughs> delegation automation as well, which is awesome, yeah. isn't it?
0: I have his book down here too. <laughs> oh,
1: fair enough. <laughs> I love it. It's a lovely book. I must say, there's some elements in the book which I absolutely love. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss as well. I love the idea of delegation automation. And I think it's also about bringing in team members who have the same passion as you do, right? So I'm a big believer of having that sort of same passion, the same core values. I mean, we have four core values, which we absolutely interview for them. You know, they have to be someone who's a team player who really wants to promote and help people out. These core values is what makes us. And so when I hire people, I I hire them on basis of their their values as much as I hire them on basis of their skills. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it's a very big part of it. I mean, this is what the philosophy is all about. It's, It's all about bringing in the right mindset. And before I started Goodman Mountain, it's all about sort of making money. So as you mentioned earlier, you know, I helped a lot of my companies go from seven and a half million to 45 million euros of revenue. And that's great. And that's awesome. But somewhere I felt that I'm missing out the human element. You know, what what is my contribution to the world? What legacy do I leave behind? And that's when I started to do some soul searching and saying, what can I actually contribute to, to this world, to the community I belong to? And then I thought, like, hang on, as a child, I've seen several times that women, who are much smarter than I am. I mean, in my class, we had 30 people. There were maybe seven or eight women and they always were the top people in the class in academics and sports and everything, literally. But they never made it to the top because they weren't given the right representation. Right. And I'm like, this is not great. You know, I've got a daughter, I've got a sister, I've got a wife, I've got a mother, yes. I've got all my aunties and all my friends. I, for them, this is my duty that I should give back and I should make it my mission to help women in, in a particular way. And I thought, okay, what is that I can really help and contribute. I'm a tech person in marketing. Can I help women get into more technology and marketing? And that became my mission. And the last seven, eight years, I've been on the case. We hire a lot of women in a company, in a writing team, the tech department. It's basically almost all women, basically, but 95, 100%. 98%. And I hope to bring in more women who can work remotely, who can work from the comfort of their home. Most of the people we hire are in, in US, UK, South Africa, South Africa especially is a big challenge with women women's safety when they right. are traveling, for example. So this yes. is an opportunity for them to work on awesome projects, comfort of their home, working with some of the largest companies in the world and really be inspired to grow themselves and the family as well.
0: I love this. Your mission is really powerful. And especially, I didn't really even think about it from the vein of different parts of the world where women aren't safe going to school, going to work, and aren't encouraged to go into the sciences or the STEM or the technology field. This is a great way for them to not only engage in that world and be a part of it, but really be successful and do it while also being safe.
1: Certainly. In fact, I didn't know this before I so started the company, but South Africa has the largest women-based violence in the world, apparently. Mm-hmm. And so... It's just like even if you want to go out to normal things, run errands or you do your chores, it's not safe actually. And so something has to be done about it. And sitting outside South Africa, it's really hard. And so we're yeah. trying to do what we can from our side to make them safe and make the life safe, basically.
0: Right. And to be able to earn a good living and have that security too. Because not only is it the insecurity of how do I make ends meet, or not just make ends meet, but how do I actually progress myself and do it in a way that's safe and conducive. So I love that. So you 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 know, when you work with companies and you help them with content writing, and then you bring, you know, these talented people together, what is that like when you start to see the synergy? You know, what kind of great things happen from that kind of direct focus mission?
1: Sure thing. So as a company, we are really focused not only in what we bring to the world, but also to our clients. So we only work on subscription-based customers, the customers who work in the SaaS market, software as a service market, which has a subscription model there, telecom, insurance, Internet of Things. So these are customers who work in a subscription basis. And as it happens, we help them to increase their subscription customers using content. So most of our customers, I will say almost all of them are B2B. So they work with businesses as well. And what we do for them is to create content like white papers, blogs, articles to help them tell the story as mm-hmm. well as to help them rank higher on search engines like google bing etc cetera, etc cetera. so mm-hmm. again a very focused mission what we have trying to do for our customers as well and the other side of the story is we bring in women especially into a company and we train them so you know most of them are awesome writers they've been writing for the last 10 years or so but we help them and train them in the space of software service terminologies around the, the science behind the SaaS world so really to help them train them and we give them opportunity to go through a proper structured program as well which we have designed for them so really add value for them from day one and train them up so that they can then start working with these awesome companies and what's amazing is that we have this kind of a tutor student relationship so we bring in new talent from probably you know in the past they were teachers or they were in the past Mm -hmm. they were sort of education majors and we then train them become writers and editors so over the next sort of two years or so the person is transformed and can earn much more as well than what they were doing before, for example. So really upskilling the entire team all the time. You're always challenging a team, always telling a team, listen, awesome, let's go a little bit further. Look back to what you were last year and see if that is even upgrade to your life as well. That's what we're all about. It's all about making it better for our teams and for our customers every day.
0: I love it. Upscaling your team all the time. I think that's a great um, soundbite and a great reminder for us all that building your companies is not just building your company, your team has to grow along with you and be nurtured to get to those next steps because we'll all hit uh, the points of where we're good at this level, but we need to move to the next level. Then there's uncertainty again. You know, People need to be guided and nurtured. And I'm just starting that process with my team now because we, uh, prior to the pandemic, I had a team of two, and now we have a team of almost 10. And it's interesting, the dynamics as you take people through those next levels. And I just prepared them all in our all staff meeting yesterday and had a lot of wide eyes again of, oh my gosh, what are we going to get into next? I'm like, remember, we take it together. We will all get there together. There's no right or wrong answers. It's about where you are in the spectrum and you know of your professional journey and how we continue to evolve you. So I love that you look at that with all your team. How many people do you have uh, hired all, or employed all over?
1: Yeah, we're just under shy of hundred basically. So we're growing. We're at the moment we are, well, in the last uh, few weeks We've been hiring three to four people uh, per week. So we are growing really fast. We're winning a lot of new projects and stuff. So we need a lot of people on board. And again, to upskill them, to train them takes a lot of time. So we get them, train them, get them ready for the next year, for example. It's a lot of work at the moment, which which is happening behind the scene for the team and myself as well.
0: Yes. Well, congratulations. That's a good uh, milestone to hit. Raj, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Top Dog Learning Group, LLC, is a leadership, change management, and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida, but with top doggers, aka consultants, throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, keynotes and luncheon learns, group and one-on-one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5M. LS6, and enter the code razil 50 off in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back with Rajanand, and we are talking about all things uh, team building and opportunity. And you know, I, I love not only what you do for companies, because it's really important. I mean, just the amount of content my company puts out is enormous, and yet we haven't maximized it all yet. In fact, we're in the process of reviewing all of our content and how do we continue to use it to drive SEO and to drive engagement and drive subscription. So these are really important topics for business people all over the place. But you know, what can you teach us? Us, those of us that are trying to make these steps, or maybe thinking about, you know, working with a service like you, what are some things that we should be concerned about or thinking about in order to help take our businesses to those next levels?
1: Sure, sure, thing, Michael. So I'm, I'm going to talk about from the point of view of strategy. So, you know, people think of content as, right, this is content, we write the content so we can tell a story, but it's actually a strategy which goes behind this well. Prior to writing content with the company, the organization in, for individuals, there's a lot of effort which goes behind. Behind, to think about the mission, the vision, the values which are created, the tone, for example, the audiences, how are you going to write the content so that it resonates with your audiences? For example, things as minute as the visibility level, for example, how much are readable is the content, for instance? Is it, for example, if you pick too dense, for instance, mm-hmm. some genres of companies love, you know, dense content. But most of us like, for example, a couple of lines, space, couple of lines, Mm -hmm. space. So readability is very important as well. Then the tonality is super important. Mm -hmm. How do you make sure that this content you're writing tells your story, but also resonates with SEO? for example so we mm-hmm. rank with SEO so keyword analysis for instance so a content is only good if it hits multiple points which tick marks different things for you as a company but also for your audience is super important and mm-hmm. the SEO part as well so planning is super important people forget that planning step and jump right into execution and i say mm-hmm. give it a month to your planning pure planning understand what you'll be creating here. And once you're planning properly, just go after it. You know, we have clients who are doing four pieces of content right through to clients who are doing 200 pieces of content per month. And that's the genre, the, the range. As you see that's working for you, which it will, it's a long term objective. Right. It's starts to work for you, you'll see that it generates, it's a gift that keeps giving. Literally, yeah. it just is bringing in the customers all the time for you.
0: Yes. And it is really true. It, you know, when I first started my business, I was only really interested in speaking and training. And that was where my business sat in those days. And then a little thing called a pandemic kind of changed that whole course. And so we've really, in the last two years or year and a half, we've really reevaluated our entire company. What are we doing? What other products and services can we offer? We've expanded quite a bit and all the work in the back end of that, you're right. It has to have a long-term perspective, but it's those little steps. And I think that I'm fortunate that I've been able to add teams that will bring on that expertise, but not everybody is there. Or maybe even a large company that says, well, our stuff should stand on its own merit. But there is really some incredible planning that goes behind this. When people come to you and think about working with you, what kind of things are they asking you? Are they saying, hey, we don't even know where to start? Are they saying, we know where to start, but we can't handle this? You know, At what point is the tipping point where they're like, Raj, we need you?
1: I would say most customers today we target at least are ones who have a marketing department. They would have a marketing manager. They probably have about Three to five people in the marketing team. They have a large sales team. They're doing, say, anything between 10 to 500 million in revenue. So it's a big, big range. I would say most of them are in the sort of a hundred million mark, for example. And so they know what they're doing, but they need to scale up. And the scaling up is the tricky bit because when you're looking to go from four blog posts to 400 it's tricky. It's very tricky. You know, you need to get team members in. You should have the right skills. You should understand the the company's vision, mission, core values. That's all takes a lot of training. So when we come in, we're really helping our clients scale up their production, right through the web pages, newsletters white papers, grocery development, all that sort of stuff basically for that.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's clearly a really niche market, but the uh, principles of what you're doing apply to businesses all over. So I love how specialized you are, but uh, there's a lot of my listeners who can take what you're saying and apply it to their own businesses and their own business models without a doubt. (laughs) Um, Raj, I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you?
1: Sure thing. If you just maybe Google or do a LinkedIn search, Raj, Goodman Goodman, Anand. You'll find me certainly on LinkedIn. That's the number one place I usually hang out. Uh, mm-hmm. Please do add me as a connection and drop me a note. I'd love to hear from people.
0: And I apologize. I skipped one of your names in there. I skipped through the Goodman, but uh, yes, Raj, Goodman, and Anand. <laughs> I want to make sure I get it right for you.
1: Well, Raj is and- the most common Indian name. So I just thought maybe it'd be nice to have lots of names there.
0: <laughs> I have several friends who are named Raj. <laughs> I love it. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Well, what I'm going to say is that yes,
1: it's important to build a business to earn income. Yes, it's important to make revenue for the company. But let us try, let's make an attempt to focus on the greater good. Let's try to build something which is more than just making us money or opportunities. Let's try to give other people opportunities and chances to shine, to be their best version of themselves. Let's try to spread the love, especially in these times, these these really hard times. People need you. So let's try out, let's get out there and let's try to help people. I think it goes a long way, not only from the point of view of making revenue, which might be an important thing to some people, but also great karma as well. So I think we should all try a little bit to kind of get in that new space.
0: I agree so much. This is our opportunity to shine and help everyone in this world to shock their potential. (laughs) I love it. Raj, thank you so much for being my guest today. It has been an absolute pleasure learning about you and your mission and learning how we can all apply this to our own lives. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Michael, for the
0: opportunity. Love the show completely. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best best-selling books. Tell me more